mobility is not just about being able to move from point a to point b it is a way to help you ascertain your identity right because when you can move from point a to point b you also gain the confidence to say that okay not only am i going from year to year but i'm also going to handle whatever situations come in between and uh, that gives you a confidence that i don't think anything else can and therefore i always say that mobility is not a form of empowerment it is the foundation of empowerment welcome to the season 6 of outliers I'm your host Pankaj Mishra and I'm really thrilled to be bringing this edition of Outliers in collaboration with the Times of India. Outliers is a series of free-willing conversations with the ones who choose to take the road not taken often. It's about the crazy and the curious, those who dare to stand out and stand alone. Keep listening. joined today by Pavani Khandelwal I'm not sure how many of you have heard of her but the first time I heard her story uh, the Atmanirbhar story it it was really poignant and and it was also very powerful how often do we think of mobility as a kind of an important catalyst to bringing social changes how often we relate mobility just our ability to move across from one point to another uh, through the lens uh, of some of the baggages that we are carrying in our society now uh, pavni started atmanirbhar few years ago with a very simple idea and i let her talk about it but uh, i'm i'm really thrilled to have her on this conversation because it's not just the idea but what it does in highlighting something which is often ignored uh, we'll talk more about that but first of all uh, pavni welcome to this conversation thank you so much pankaj this is my pleasure to be here on this podcast and i'm really looking forward to how this conversation about mobility and women empowerment shapes up today awesome pavni so let us start from the start uh, Pavni, can you talk a little bit about where you come from, uh, the social context, and give us a sense of all of that before we jump into the idea? So, uh, I come from a small city uh, called Mathura. Uh, it is the birthplace of Lord Krishna. I think a lot of people might have heard about it. Um, it is in western Uttar Pradesh, and uh, I've been born and brought up in typical. Uh, narrow streets going up and down the city of mathura and uh, most of my childhood looked like me bicycling all around mathura um the first time i think uh, my journey towards atmanirbhar ever shaped up when i look back is probably in my early teens when uh, i first learned the word purpose you know um mm-hmm. this is probably when i was 13 years old and um, i realized that there is a lot more to life than just a, just more than what do you want to grow up and become right so when you are you're you're in your early teens when you're in 6th 7th class i think every kid gets asked this what do you want to grow up and what do you want to become do you want to become an engineer do you want to become a scientist air, air uh, astronaut pilot so on and so forth right um 
so around this time when i was trying to figure out okay what is it that i want to grow up and become this is it's it was same time when i also heard the word uh, purpose and mm-hmm. uh, it it kind of clicked me that it is not just about what i want to grow up and become what i want to get from the world but it is also maybe alongside i should also think what i want to give right what is my purpose what do i want to contribute to the world around me and uh, this led to the start of something very interesting so i was 13 years old uh, we had our summer vacations at school mm-hmm. and um, during the summer vacations um, i i used to go bicycling every day early in the morning and um, one day when i was cycling i saw a couple of kids uh, around um, my farmhouse and uh, that is where it clicked me you know that okay i have my summer vacations going on right now and i have time and these are kids who've never seen school who might never see school again how about i utilize this time to teach these kids and thankfully i was academically bright so if i told somebody i want to teach them they would not have really questioned my own competency at it and these were really small kids right like 7 8 year old kids um so for the next two months i spent my entire summer vacation collecting all of these kids around from all the slum areas uh, around my farmhouse and these were around 50 kids who we continued teaching for the next four years um so this is the first time when you know i actually witnessed the joy of contributing to the world around me and uh, realized that this is something that i want to do throughout my life um mm-hmm. and uh, whenever i think of what i want to grow up and become or who i want to be or where do i see myself um i want to look at it from the perspective of not just what i want but what i can give um and i'm glad that this journey uh uh started very early on in my life at a age of just 13 um and because of which i could start atmanirbhar also at a very early stage in my life so i'm very grateful for that um mm. so after finishing my schooling i realized that um, so my entire family has a business background right okay. so um that is when i realized okay that i have certain business uh, woman genes in me business person genes in me and i want to pursue that uh, i want to be an entrepreneur now i don't know if i want to come back join my family business i want to do a startup i don't know all of that i'll figure it out but i know that this this is something that excites me business is something that excites me building things excites me and therefore i decided to pursue a bba and that is when i did my first startup which was in pune while i was in college uh in my first year and that is when i realized that entrepreneurship was my passion so i'd already realized what my purpose was to an extent and then when entrepreneurship happened to me doing my first startup actually made me realize where my passion was so when the opportunity for atmanirbhar really came in it was the perfect intersection of purpose and passion um over the years what had also happened is growing up in mathura which is quite a conservative society right especially mm-hmm. for women um i had always the, the, outlier is the perfect word i think that you could call me from others perspective right so i was the outlier of the entire mohalla entire sheher i was the outlier that this is a girl who doesn't really fit in any box i'm i was i always used to be roaming around on my scooty on my bike um i used to be in all sports all activities you name it and i would be there right and it it was not a box that anybody could fit me in and 
as a result of that uh, i would often question what is it that i'm doing so differently that my life is so different than the rest of the other girls right so the other girls living in my streets why do they not even step out why why is it that if i have to go for a basketball match i'm the only girl there and they're all, they're all boys and there's no other girl there on the basketball field uh, basketball court so uh this realization right or the awareness that there was something different um uh, in the way that i was being uh, born and brought up by my family mm-hmm. from how all the other girls around me were being born and brought up and how that was making a lot of difference in how our lives were shaping up in terms of what we wanted to achieve what our goals were what kind of impact we could create it was extremely extremely visible um so that was exactly uh, you know when um the idea of atmanirbhar came in all of these little little things that had happened throughout my life uh, wherein i had been an outlier in terms of uh, how the society looks up uh, for, uh, for an ideal girl to be uh, to behave um and i realized that atmanirbhar is what i'm supposed to do um so yeah that is i think pretty much about how the early years uh, of my life shaped up uh, to the moment where atmanirbhar started nice this is this is this is a great context uh, now i think it's a good time to look at the events that kind of led to you uh, building atmanirbhar how did it start and why so um i'll tell you quite honestly uh, i have been riding a bicycle for up since a very young age like i said um uh, thankfully i was good with academics and sports and extracurricular so i also got a scooter scooty honda activa very early on in my life um i also used to ride a lot of motorbike um, so every time I, whenever i used to go out with my friends if they had a bike i would tell them i'll do your homework you let me ride a bike so it is something that always intrigued me right being behind uh, a steering wheel or um, being on a bike it is something that really filled me with a lot of independence and freedom and i enjoyed that feeling a lot however it really never clicked me that how exclusive this feeling was to me uh, and if this feeling uh, i mean how exclusive this feeling was for most women right this is not something i i think i took this feeling for very granted i never thought that it could have a very significant impact on the rest on the lives of the rest of the women also around me if they only got to witness this feeling um and the first time i had the realization was when my mom kept saying that she wanted to learn how to ride a scooter right so my mom said that she would see other women and um, she would see them riding a scooter and every time she saw somebody riding a scooter she would feel like wow they're so free and why am i so dependent why can i not be as free as these uh, other women riding a scooter or a bike are um and she did not know how to ride a bicycle she did not know how to balance so mm-hmm. it took us a lot of years to find her a female trainer uh, who could actually train her properly uh, because she was in her 40s she'd never rode a bicycle so it was quite a complicated difficult process for her and everybody in our family had already tried tried and given up um so when she finally learned how to ride a scooter and uh, i met her um, the first line she said was that main jab bhi scooter chalati hu mujhe aisa lagta hai mere pankh lag gaye like every time i ride a scooter i feel like i've gotten wings wow and in that moment it clicked me how uh, 
how candidly I had taken this feeling all throughout these years, right? This is such a powerful feeling that I had been feeling all these years, and it never clicked me how strongly how how strong it is or how empowering it can be for women. Um, so I decided to do a little more digging. Uh, spoke to other women um, to figure out how important it was for other women or how how pressing of a need it was for other women to learn how to ride a scooter and see if it could actually be shaped up as a proper venture right um and then all the women that I spoke to around me had a very very similar uh, expression on their face when they narrated their stories to me just like my mother uh, and that is when i realized okay i want to run a driving school that is for women by women and only trains two wheelers um and that started the atmanirbhar journey <laughs> very 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 exciting pavni this is uh, now let's talk about building uh, atmanirbhar see it it is one thing to have this spark of an idea uh, and and you were really touched deeply by this problem that you see around you saw around you how did you go about building atmanirbhar how did you make it something that could be used by more people uh, can you take me through those you know brick by brick what did it take to create an organization what did it take to scale so atmanirbhar started almost 4 years ago from today uh, around the same time um, and uh, i was in pune i had just completed my graduation uh and um, i was also preparing for gmat so i was uh, applying for uh, isb and uh, i was already mm-hmm. running a startup right um where i was a co-founder and um, the previous startup that i was in was into a was a fitness startup and i really loved what we were doing there um the startup was doing great but i think a lot of days i would come back and ask myself you know pavni if somebody tells you ki uh, because of you or because of your startup i am now fitter how does that make you feel mm. and it really did not make me feel anything right so except for the fact that i really loved uh, working uh, and building a company uh the fitness part of it is not something that ever really uh gave me a kick or you know woke me up in the middle of the night um and so when the idea of atmanirbhar came in and i thought you know if somebody tells me today that uh, because of you we are independent we can ride a scooter we can go for a job we can pick up our kids we can um, we can take our husband for a ride or uh, uh, so on and so forth it's an endless list it makes me happy it gives me so much joy and i feel like i'm on the ra- right track um so I I I thought about this that time and somehow managed to ride from Pune uh, having this feeling you know that th- okay this is somewhere where my purpose aligns um decided to start Atmanirbhar from Pune itself um in fact for the first month when we were running Atmanirbhar in Mathura I was still in Pune um and did everything remotely out of there um the first few steps that were very critical for me in building Atmanirbhar were obviously creating a brand um which is in fact the word atmanirbhar uh, the entire logo website the look and feel all of that um, so that we could we could communicate it to women in such a way that they would actually understand the importance of mobility how it can transform their lives and be willing to uh, learn scooties right and the second most important step was to find women who could be trainers with us and this was the most uh, challenging part of the job uh, 
find mm-hmm. girls or to find women in different cities who would be willing um, to become trainers uh, in fact even till date we do struggle with this challenge but thankfully at that point of time we were able to very early very easily and very quickly uh, make a good team to get started with and um, within no time um, while i was still in pune and uh, atnirbhar already kicked off really great uh, i had tried um, putting up processes in a way that i could remotely manage them from um, uh, pune and uh, while the operations were running in mathura which is my hometown um and within a month we got a fantastic response and we started getting inquiries from all over india in fact we started getting some inquiries from countries other than india and south asia so uh, that mm-hmm. is when i decided okay now it's time to pack my bags and go back to mathura so i went back to mathura i took a very small 100 square feet office set up everything there um started running operations from there um i was very proud because my mother also uh, joined in as a co-founder and both of us started the operations together um till date she handles all the operations from mathura um and after we set up in mathura um i always had a um knack for processes and operations right and uh, trying to uh, automate as many processes as possible so Be- that came in really handy and because of that we were able to expand to other cities uh, very quickly um had it not been for covid i think we would have been able to expand in a lot more cities last year um but yes i mean the last one or two years have been uh, comparatively slow because of um, lockdowns happening uh, unpredictably any time uh, but this has also uh, taught us a lot of resilience uh, and uh, helped us optimize um, uh our services on operations even more um so yeah i mean this is pretty much about how we um set up the initial first couple of months are always uh, uh very um it's it's like an uncharted territory right you you have no idea what yes. you're doing um and um, there are even though i had a lot of people who always had my back there were also some people who would be like okay so you you've been selected in the, in the indian school of business you've studied here and here and you've already run a startup which was funded uh, at an ideation stage and now you want to come back to mathura and run a driving school matlab and and you know the 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 uh, kind of environment and the people around me were right they were like okay we always said that go don't go don't send her to pune for a bba she could have always done her uh, bba from mathra if she always had to come back to mathra and run a driving school so there were always comments like that uh, uh, but thankfully um, uh, the support of my family never really made me question uh what uh, my intentions were or what my purpose were uh, was and i could always somehow see the bigger picture and uh, kept working towards that uh, irrespective of uh, um whatever was being thrown around um and um i think we've come a really long way from there having trained more than 10000 women now and um, generated employment for almost 200 women who are now working with us uh, um uh, almost full time uh, most of these girls earn up to 1.5 times their family incomes combined a lot of them when they joined us um they were really struggling to put meals on the table um now when you see them it is not just the fact that they have uh, earned financial independence for themselves or that they're making money 
what is more important for us is that they've gained agency um they are able to advocate for uh, what they believe in not in just their families but also in their communities they are able to advocate for the other girls in their communities uh, and yes. that is i think the biggest impact that we've created i always say that mobility is not just about being able to move from point a to point b it is a way to help you ascertain your identity right because when you can move from point a to point b um you also gain the confidence to say that okay not only am i going from here to here but i'm also going to handle whatever situations come in between yes right and uh, that gives you a confidence that i don't think anything else can and therefore i always say that mobility is not um a form of empowerment it is the foundation of empowerment how do you empower somebody if you can't make them move out this is this is so wonderful to hear pavni because you you're so right uh, a lot of time we look at mobility as this movement between point a to b also for for people like us uh, not just because i'm i'm a male member in the society but it it is it is highly uh, underrated and and taken for granted but the context that you are talking about and the way you are describing it is fascinating in fact i was looking up uh, on your website you know and and this mckinsey uh, global institute uh, report which talks about how the country could add up to 770 billion dollars uh, to its gdp by 25 just by giving equal opportunities to women and 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 this participation uh, is is such an important thing through uh you know doing it the way you are describing it uh pavni uh, the other thing i wanted to learn from you is in your journey so far what are some of the most you know moving stories of impact that you have come across you know those moments when you told yourself i want to do this more uh what what if you were to go back in, in your journey and hand pick one or two such impacts you know that you came across what would some of them be you know there are a lot of stories but there's one story that i always like to tell and um, that is sushila she's uh, this one story that is closest to my heart uh, because immediately when i shifted back from pune this was a young girl uh, who had just turned 18 who was working with us um, as the domestic help sorry who was the daughter of our domestic help right so she would all often tag along with her mother and just come and sit at our house and um, um she she didn't really make any money she would help her mother do the domestic chores uh, in the house and um, one day i was discussing with my mother uh, about starting atmanirbhar and how we're supposed to do things and uh, what all we can do uh, and she was overhearing and she said didi mujhe bhi scooty chalani aati hai theek hai aap mujhe trainer bana lo and uh, i honestly laughed it off uh, because uh, you ask her what is your name and she would be like mm-hmm, and blush she wouldn't even she did not even have the confidence to say her name tell her name to anybody right that is how timid and shy she was um but then she was very persistent about this one thing ki i know how to ride a scooty and uh, i am going to take you for a ride and that is when you you will believe me and you will make me a trainer so she was very very persistent about this one thing um 
so i said okay fine one day i told her okay you take me for a ride um and she did a decent job after which i said okay fine we'll we'll train you and uh, she joined in as one of the first trainers in mathura she recently completed 400 trainings um but keeping that aside i remember early on there there were days when when she bought her first uh, mobile phone right her first smartphone uh she had to yes. hide it from her family so after her work was over she would have to keep her phone at my house or at the office and then she would go home because she could not tell anybody in her family that she was earning enough to buy a smartphone um after a couple of months when she earned enough to buy a scooter a scooty uh, and when she did buy her first scooty uh, i remember getting a call at 1 am in the night from her and she's crying on the call and she's like her brother beat her up because um, he found out that she bought the scooty in her name instead of his name and um, that was uh, the reason of a major fight in their house and um, he he just uh, got drunk and beat her up um and i i went to her place at 1 am in the night and got her to my house um and these were two incidents that happened very early on in her career when she started uh, off as a trainer and i'll tell you some incidents that have happened in the last one year she bought her own plot of land in her own wow. name she is marrying somebody of her choice now so uh, in a so you think about it that there was a time when she couldn't keep a smartphone she couldn't buy an activa yeah. in her name and now she is marrying somebody of her choice uh, going to a city where she wants um, has a plot of land in her own name um, and is also uh, making sure that uh, her nieces in her family are going to school uh, she's she's fighting to get a toilet built in their village home um, so apart from the fact that she has assets of her own she is able to exercise her choices she is also exercising uh, the fact that she can advocate for others uh, and this is yeah. a story that really moves me and every time i i feel uh, demotivated i remember that uh, um sushila uh, sushila's life changed because of what we did because of two wheels right um and uh, the journey on two wheels for her was not again from point a to point b but the journey on two wheels for her was from being a very timid shy person uh, who had completely um given up or was subjected to the patriarchal norms in her family in her society to now being a very confident uh, person able to exercise uh, her rights um and i realized that as there there is a different journey for every woman that we work with right so for some it is that the journey is about identity for some it's about freedom for some it's about independence for some it's about uh getting a job for some it's about fulfilling their responsibilities or duties for their family uh but everybody has a telling story um and very very small incidents that like I, this is this is a huge one but i'll tell you some very small incidents that really keep me going and it is when i'm driving right i i remember just a couple of days back i was driving on a highway and i was driving alone and there was a auto that was that was right in front of my car um and there were these women uh, in pallus sitting um, in the auto uh, in a way that they were facing the car right so so they were uh, facing backwards and throughout mm-hmm. that 
two three kilometer patch uh, where in this auto was in front of my car these women kept looking at me and kept smiling as if they wanted to experience what i was experiencing they wanted to feel how it was like to have control of a wheel to have control of their life for once um and throughout that entire patch i kept thinking how can how can we take atmanirbhar to these women in rural areas who are still carrying this pallu uh, who've never experienced any kind of freedom or independence so w- what could be the most minimal form where where we could take it to them and uh, um it, it's these small stories that really keep all of us uh, going in the team um uh, thankfully everybody who's working in in our team as managers or um as trainers all of them have had similar experiences every woman has had a similar experience when it comes to mobility whether you talk about a car or a bike or a scooter or you know whatever the vehicle but when a woman is behind is 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 in charge of a vehicle she feels like is she's in charge of her life and that is a very um a powerful feeling in itself in a patriarchal society indeed pani i mean and and the way you described it with example it it makes it so clear that mobility is not just about movement it is it is about identity it is about freedom and so many things that you talked about uh, with some amazing examples um on a more final note where do you think this is headed you know how are you building this out uh what are your ambitions and uh, i'm just trying to understand how do you having built you know, taken this from idea to where it is and creating the impact that you are describing how do you build something that lasts how do we build something that lasts is still something that we're trying to figure out um like every other startup we don't have it all figured out yet uh but what we do see it growing up into and becoming is uh, apart from the fact that we obviously want to train every woman who wants to learn um be accessible for every woman who wants to learn whether she be from a village or whether she be from a tier 1 city or tier 2 city whatever so apart from creating a network of trainers pan india um there are two notions that we specially want to challenge um one is of the permission culture that is in india right um 60% of women in india even today have to ask for permission for going to the market or for going to the hospital um and that really hampers their mobility right yes uh, the permission culture that we have in in our patriarchal um society in india is something that we really want to change uh and challenge um over the next years the next coming years uh, as we continue to grow um and the next thing that we want to challenge is uh, seeing an equal proportion of women on the road right um and what i mean when i say that is the gig economy is really growing um one of the mm. only fastest growing sectors in in the last two years has been deliveries uh, be it food delivery online delivery but how many women do you see on the road or how many times has a woman delivered your pizza from zomato or your order from amazon right uh, i mean the average is less than one 
there are very very few women working in the gig economy for deliveries uh, even though the sector has been growing at a tremendous speed there are so many startups so many companies um, in this particular sector and despite of that um, and um, there are a lot of challenges obviously why there are so few women um, doing deliveries um, but we want to make this job more mainstream for women by challenging uh, and changing all the notions um, and the problems that they have to face on road um, and um, yeah this is where i'm hoping we can take atmanirbhar to where in every time you step out on the road there is a one is to one ratio you know i i always do the social experiment whenever i'm in a new city um so i'll 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 mm-hmm. i'll count passing by how many women passed and how many men passed and you won't believe that the ratio is less than one is to 10 there's one women for every 10 men on the roads and then we're talking about equality right like if they're not stepping out they're not going anywhere how are we talking about equality you're so right pavni and and i i i truly believe that uh, what you are doing is is important and uh, it's not this important it's so critical and and first of all like you rightly pointed out there's so much of catching up to do before we start actually talking about it being uh, fair or unfair because uh, there is such a massive lost opportunity uh, which already exists and and that gap uh godspeed uh, pavni with what you are building and i wish uh, that you scale and you create the impact that you envision and uh, stay well and 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 all the best thank you so much pankaj uh, it was great to have this conversation with you um i always get very passionate when i'm talking about uh, mobility and women and seeing women on roads um i have been a rider all my life i have done a lot of solo travel um so for me personally i know how life transforming mobility can be for a woman not just from a recreational perspective right um but for women who 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 are from uh, um areas where there is no access to a very basic uh, uh things like be it education healthcare water electricity think about all of those areas um that are very very remote um and on top of everything we have the infrastructural issues whether there are no roads reaching there or there are no lights so even the roads are not safe um there there is no public transport reaching to all of these places and as a result of all of this these women have to continuously consistently kill their aspirations they have to park their aspirations and i hope that no woman has to park her aspirations because of the lack of mobility because she had to wait for somebody because public transport was not available and i hope that every woman with aspirations can take the keys of her life in her own hands and uh, this is something that we want to achieve at atmanirbhar and uh, continue advocating for no and and keep riding and keep giving the wings uh, like you said thank, thank you so you, much thank you